Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another wonderful video for you, a spiritual teaching video for of the playlist of words of encouragement. I'm nearing the end of 2023 here in December, and I'm hoping that you will continue even with me into January 2024 and beyond. This video that you see is representing us, the spiritual being called the forever person, the one that you don't know a lot about, the one who is the real you, who will live on after your earthly death, who's inside your physical body. He's a real being. He's not a male. He's not a female, but he can take on many shapes and forms identities, and personalities. You probably haven't met him yet. Don't know he even exists. Because he has sunk down deep in your soul. This biological part of you, we call where the mental health is, where your neurons are, where your biological brain exists. That's called the soul. There's a hidden man in there also. He's been he has grown up. He has been designed. He has been controlled. He has listened through his five senses. He's a creature, a being of the earthly world. The world of lust and greed. The pride of life. The lust of the eyes and the flesh. He is totally created. In his experiences in the natural world through his five senses. But the forever you, the spiritual part of you, he lives in a different world. We call it a realm of the unseen realm called the spirit world. I am working with that part. And I can get there in many different ways. Here in this word of encouragement, we are going to be talking about you, the forever person. I'm going to be asking you a question. You that's hidden away in the body of dirt. In the words of encouragement videos, I ask you a lot of questions. I try to help you to self-reflect, to look inside of yourself, not other people, but yourself. You always begin learning with yourself. You always begin on the inside, and it works its way outside. So I'm here to help you, the spiritual being, inside of a dirt body. Here, in these words of encouragement to you, they are to help you spiritually. And we want to give Zoom Pro a big thank you. That's who I'm recording through right now on my laptop gaming computer. I use a gaming computer because they're faster and they can hold more videos. I'm using a Yeti, a blue Yeti microphone, and a Logatron camera. I'm sitting at a door with no green screen behind me. So my hair will look strange. My hand could point and disappear. There's no green screen behind me. I've tried professional ones, homemade ones, ones that fit on a chair. Nothing worked for me. I have a busy schedule. In fact, today, 
My son and his wife and my granddaughter have been visiting for the last three or four days. I'm wore out. They have taken off. This was their last day here. They've taken off in Pensacola, Florida as a family, and I am glad. So I'm wore out. I might look a little older than I normally do. It's cool here in Pensacola, Florida now. I'm tired, but I'm recording to stay up with you. When you see this, they will have already gone back to Pittsburgh. But I tell you what, the younger generation, which you're probably a part of, boy, you got some energy. We were out walking around the Naval Aviation Museum yesterday, standing, sitting. They went into an ancient 1859 lighthouse on the naval base of Pensacola. The day before that, we were out fishing, beaching, and boating. Of course, I had to do the laundry, do all the dinners, wash the dishes, move from my normal working spot, because my little granddaughter's sleeping in the living room where I normally work, so I moved to my bedroom. I was tired. I went to bed early. But today, the house is quiet while they're gone. It's not that I don't love them, but you know, when you get older, you like your peace. So I'm here recording to you today. You got to get through December 2023. So this is word of encouragement for you here in December. And the question to you is, is the Lord's glory great in your salvation. I want to look at you, the forever person. See if I can see the Lord's glory in you. And if I can, is it large? Is it small? Is it great? Is it darkened? And that's the, your word of encouragement. We're going to look inside of you, this guy, a non-gender being, that's a real person. He has eyes, nose, mouth, ears, hands, body. His mind, his feelings, his memory. He just lives in a different world. The world where there's fantastic demonic spirits, evil spirits, beasts, all talking flowers, talking animals. He can leave his physical body and go anywhere he wants. He's either a king. Or a slave. He's either serving one God of the kingdom of heaven or the God of this earth. The God of lust. Pride. The God of the flesh. This is the one this video is for. When he gets it, it's not a he though. It's not a male gender. So don't get upset, females. He's not a bisexual. He's not a trans. He's just a non-gendered. But when he gets it, he transfers that information in a thought, in light, to his soul. Here. And that soul then goes, Oh, I have an idea. I have a thought, a revelation. Then it becomes a part of his biological brain and his soul that then will come out in pictures, poems, Movies, art, words, nonverbal communication through the biological body. 
The pattern is you start deep on the inside with the spirit. You work your way out to let this world out here, all of nature, all of the creatures of the flesh, the earthly natural world, know of your light, your revelation from your spirit. So let's get into this word of encouragement for you. But first, we always open up with prayer to begin with. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, this wonderful day that we all have. And for many who are passing on into eternity, pass them through the cross. Don't lose one of them, Father, not one. No matter how death comes, don't lose one of them. Whether it's in the womb, in infancy, in a battleground, through accidents, through murder, through drugs or alcohol, through suicide, don't lose one, Father. You know how to do it and be about your work. And Father, as we open up your scriptures, your word of God to us from the authorized King James Bible out of the book of Psalms written by King David, open up you to us that we may understand you, your mind, your heart, your everlasting covenant to us. Help us to be self-reflective. Help us to be a student, a disciple of you, your words, not anybody else. And Father, guide us and lead us through light, through truth, to understanding of ourselves and others and you. Thank you that you gave us your word. It's planted here. It's on this earth. Thank you for your light. Thank you for all those that wrote the Bible, the book. Thank you for those who translated it and gave their lives to translate it into the common tongue. Thank you, Father. That even though if your word was held captive by a religion, you broke it out. Father, thank you for always coming to set us free and yourself in your word. Thank you for YouTube and all the social media platforms. Thank you for Zoom, the laptop computers, the Yeti microphones, the Logatron there. Use everything, Father. As you travel the world on social media to bring hope and light, healing and deliverance to all of us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, let's get into it. What's the title of this word of encouragement? Is the Lord's, that means the Lord, means owner, the God of the Holy Bible, the God of the Jews, the God of ancient Israel. Is the Lord, is the Lord's glory great in your salvation? If you don't believe in him as Lord and God, as the only king, you might be believing in something else or someone else. They have a glory. Glory means reputation, means honor, light. It means it's dignity, it's honor among us. And we want to look at your salvation, which means who is your owner? What were you saved from? What were you saved to? What is salvation? Why do you need saving? So this just begins a multitude of questions 
that we can look at and I can teach on. Just believing something in your soul may not mean it's true. You might be serving a different Lord. Maybe a constitution. Maybe a maybe a belief or a concept. You might be following ancestors, ancient history in your soul. Maybe people lied to you. They lied to me as a child. They told me there was a real Santa Claus, an Easter bunny, and a tooth fairy. When my parents were actually all of them, and I became them to my son. And I knew it at one level, but not really. I put up a Santa Claus, took my son to sit on his lap, put out the milk and cookies, the stockings for him to fill up. I was propagating lies, deception, bewitchment to my son. But I got convicted. And I asked God to forgive me. So there was great darkness in me. So the Lord's glory, even though I was saved at the age of three, was very dark in me. His glory couldn't shine out brightly. My whole body was not lit up. There was dark areas. Deception, bewitchment, lies. So here in this word of encouragement, I want to ask you, is the Lord of Pastor Deborah, King David, who wrote this one scripture we're going to work out of Psalms, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Moses, the ancient Israelites, the Jews of today, is their God's glory, honor, respect, dignity, reputation, light, and truth, is it great, powerful, filling you up completely in your salvation? Many of you think you're saved, but you're dark when I look at your spirit. Some of you may have one part of your spirit lit up. Some of you are not lit up at all. So let's take a look at Psalms 21. Verse 5 through 7. Psalms was written by King David. King David was the second king of ancient Israel after King Saul. King David had been a young shepherd for his father, watching over his father's sheep out in the fields where he met this Lord God up in the sky. This Lord God of the Bible helped King David to learn and grow and hear him, helped him to master the art of protection and saving and watching over the sheep, submitting to a father, watching over his father's property. And he became anointed as a young teenager by the prophet Samuel. Then King David, who was just known as David, the son of Jesse at that time, was sent in to help King Saul. He played music for him because King Saul had lost his anointing due to disobedience. If you disobey, you start off right with this God of King David, the Lord God of ancient Israel. You get anointing, get some light in you. But if you disobey him, and then you lie to the prophets, the priests, you lie to him, 
you lose the anointing, your power. You're still his, but he won't help you anymore on planet Earth. He will let the enemy get you. So King Saul had disobeyed the prophet Samuel, then lied and tried to make excuses. So God went and said, I'm done with him. He can stay as king of Israel. I won't kill him. The Philistines will. And they did. And his son, Jonathan. So God went and took the prophet Samuel. And they went and found King David. King David was a young boy. He didn't look very handsome. Wasn't very tall. But God said, I know that young man's heart. He's after me. He's coming after me. He thinks like me. He believes like me. He's after my own heart. That's the one I want. So in the movie, David, you see him being anointed. And then you see him sit under King Saul for many years, maybe 30. And King Saul knew that David was the anointed king to replace him. So King Saul tried to kill King David. But God helped King David to rise up. King Saul died and David took over and became the second king of ancient Israel. And he built the Temple Mount. He lived up there. He was a good king for a long time, till he got out of place. When Israel was at war, he was back in his palace, bored and lonely. And he went out one hot evening and looked out over a window. And on a rooftop in another building, he saw a beautiful, naked young lady. Her name was Bathsheba. She was the wife of a soldier of David's, Uriah. And that began another story of how a king can fall through the lust of the eyes. Only when you're out of place, you're bored with doing what you're called to do. So here in Psalm, King David either wrote a song, a poem, a a prayer, and he was talking to us. So let's listen and hear about the Lord's glory in your salvation. Psalms 21. Verse 5, his glory, the Lord of King David, of Pastor Deborah, and hopefully of you. His glory is great in your salvation. It means large, big, beautiful, glorious, wonderful, full of authority and power. And this guy, it's in him. Shining out brightly. Honor and majesty. Have you laid upon him. The spiritual forever person. Pastor Deborah has it. Many others do. When you look at me sometimes. I'm brighter than this. I am just a bright light, a ball of energy, so to speak. I can take on any shape and form. I have one story, a video called The Voice and the Light, where I go into the darkness to talk to a young person, and all I am is light. Sort of like when you try to look at the sun, you can't do it. But a voice was coming out, which was me, talking to you. So how bright is that glory in you? That is the Lord's salvation shining out in its fullness through my spirit, which is like a white diamond with light coming into it 
shining out from the center of it, and all the brilliant colors that are in the light come through the clear diamond. Verse number six. For you, O Lord, have made him a saved, redeemed, forever person, Pastor Deborah, exceedingly glad, happy, joyful, peaceful, with your presence, your countenance. When you receive the light of the Lord, his glory, it makes your spirit deep on the inside of you feel different. And it can gent- and it can be transferred to your soul. You love peace, quietness. You don't get angry as much. You don't like the flesh anymore. Your spirit remains calm, peaceful, self-assured. Because he's resting in you. On you. You have no worries. Even though the world outside of you. Is a mess. Verse 7. For the king. You the leader. The forever person. You are a king. Of the kingdom of heaven. In your reborn state. In your fallen state. Your unbelief. You're a fallen king. Through your ancestors, you were taken captive. And you've grown up in another kingdom under the king of darkness. His name is Satan, the adversary of God. You have Satan's nature, his image, his DNA, spiritually, and in your soul. You are one of his children. Pastor Deborah got born again about age three. You can dedicate a baby in the womb already to God of ancient Israel and King David. God will take that dedication very seriously. There's a protection around the baby, even in the womb. And if you decide that you're going to abort it, kill it, murder it, get rid of it, it's gone into the Lord's hands. I go into the womb of many women And I will dead, I know abortion's coming. God keeps me informed. And I bless that baby and I dedicate that spirit baby. And I'm with it at the time of death. So here in this scripture, let's finish it out. Verse seven. For the king, you the leader, the forever person, spiritually trust in the Lord. And through the mercy of the Most High, he, the forever person, shall not be moved. There are many chances for us to be moved. That means not believe in, turn from, not call upon the Lord's glory in us. When I travel in the realm of the Spirit, as I was talking, into the womb of a pregnant woman who's seeking abortion, I take the Lord's glory with me. My authority and power of a king from the kingdom of heaven. I will pray for the baby, dedicate the baby in the womb, and hold it as the biological body is being dissolved, cut apart 
destroyed. We will not lose that little baby spirit in there. I just prayed. There's a lot of war going on right now with Israel, Gaza, Ukraine, Russia. A lot of stuff happening. And I pray that as each person passes away in death, that as their forever person, they do not believe in the Lord God, is heading towards hell, that they pass through the cross, or they stop on the road and take a drink of cool water, or as they're falling down into the darkness, a mighty hand of love catches them. If it doesn't, I am sent to you in hell. I have the authority because I have the keys to hell, death, and the grave given to me by Lord King Jesus himself. I can go into hell. I can stop the flames, the torment, bind the demons. They are there as gatekeepers and tormentors for the people of hell. I can go down there and speak to you of the love of God and help you drink some cool water to relieve your thirst. I did that, and you'll read that in the story called 72 Virgins. There were two young men. They were called the Boston Bombers here in America. One of them died, the older Saniaburger. The younger one came to me in the spirit, and I took him into hell because he wanted to believe his brother was in paradise with his 72 virgins. In that particular religion, they believe the men will get 72 virgins, I assume they're females, and have all the sex and intimacy that they want for eternity. The men don't realize that, what about the females? Maybe they don't want that. But that's what they are taught as young children. So their glory, in order to get those 72 virgins, is they must go and kill what they call infidels all over the world, non-believers and their God. So the older Saniah brother died, and he was in hell. And the younger one wanted to help him to paradise, but I told him he was not there. The paradise they believed in was not the kingdom of heaven. So I took the younger Saniah brother spiritually, who was in prison. Our spirits left our physical bodies. We went into hell, and we found his older brother. And I talked with him. Took him a little while, but then he believed in this Lord, this God of King David, his son, Christ Jesus. He took a drink of the cool water and was born again, saved through his belief in Christ Jesus as King of Heaven. I escorted them up to the throne of God in heaven where they met King Jesus and his father, the great I am. The younger Saniah brother stayed there for a while to make sure his brother would be okay. And then he came back. And the younger Saniah brother asked me what he was going to do now. He'll probably be in prison for the rest of his life, if not sentenced to death. I said, as long as you're still alive, Even if your physical body is locked in prison, your spirit can travel. And you can go and talk to other people of your belief. 
and tell them the story that you just were a part of. The 72 virgins. Excellent story. True. I've done that a lot. We aren't going to lose you. And if we have to come down to hell itself, the glory that's in Pastor Deborah, the glory of my salvation, the glory of his love for you is with me. So here in verse 7, we're learning the king, even though you're ignorant of it. Once you get there, you get a lot of authority and power. You, the forever person, will spiritually trust in the Lord. I've had to trust in him when scissors were coming down to kill me. When cars were trying to kill me. Poisoned. Husband doing, trying to choke me. Being spiritually attacked. Emotionally attacked. Losing jobs, kicked out of churches. I had to trust him. I trusted his glory, his honor, his reputation that was in me. I carry him wherever I go. To you. Even here on this video of words of encouragement. And I learned that this mercy of his, called the Most High God, that he has given to me, my forever person shall never be moved from me. I may lose a lot of anointing if I go astray, transgress, and he may not be able to use me a lot on this earth as he desires. And I may be tormented, attacked, and he may not help us. And he may have to wait until death takes your physical body. And sometimes that is the punishment that you have to endure. Each one of us, even Pastor Deborah, is going to die. But I tell Satan, he cannot take me. And God doesn't want me to die. I have a job to do, a mission. When I am finished, I've prayed my last prayer, made my last video. And God says it's time to come up. You're done. The videos will stay on YouTube. The website will go down. I won't be on Twitter anymore or LinkedIn. But the YouTube videos will stay. The stories will be there. I will be out of here. I'll set my Bible down. I'll sit in a chair and say, I'm coming up and I'm gone. But not till then. I try to take care of my body, my health. Need to lose some weight, more weight. I'm going to be 72 in March 2024. Getting on up there. So, you be encouraged. There is a Lord and a God for your forever person. He is desiring that His glory, like you see shining out of His nose and mouth and eyes, be in you. And we want to see it great in you, powerful, where you become nothing but like the sun. A shining, bright object that's hard to look at full of light and glory and majesty and authority and dominion in the realm of the Spirit. Then your words and your actions and deeds coming out through your biological body, your artwork, your music, your clothes, your nonverbal communication will speak of this glory of the Lord. So you be encouraged. 
If you're not there yet where Pastor Deborah is, you can be. Think about it. You have another part. It's eternal. Some of you believe that you're going to be better when you get reincarnated in your new life. We want you to be. You will be coming back to a new earth. Not this one. But a brand new one. And we want you to be a new creature. A new being that's never existed before. That's what rebirth does through believing in this God of King David. His name is Christ Jesus. He went to a cross for you. He took all your punishments so you could be free. He made a way for you. He laid down over barbed wire fence for you to walk on. He came when you were held hostage to set you free. He laid on a grenade for you, took a bullet for you, so you could live. But you have to believe in that. Not in any other gods, not in any of your ancestors, but him. That he is the king of the Holy Bible. He is the God of ancient Israel and of the Jews today. Many people don't like him. That's why there's a lot of wars. But you can be encouraged. You can privately believe. But yes, the attacks will come. You don't have to tell anybody. Because in the realm of the spirit, you will be different. And your family will know it. Your friends will know it. Your businesses will know it. You don't have to go to open Bible studies. You can just don't even have to have a Bible. It all happens in here. For your forever person. And the kingdom of the spiritual realm will know. Mm-hmm. But we want you born again. We want you full of light of God's love. Mercy. Glory. Honor. Like King David. Like Moses. Abraham. Isaac and Jacob. And Pastor Deborah and many others. So you be encouraged. There is hope for you. We're waiting for you to come home. Back into the family of the kingdom of heaven. All of heaven is waiting for you. The garden of Eden and its animals and creatures are waiting to meet you. We long to see you and talk with you. Hug you spiritually. So take this word of encouragement. Do some self-reflection and look deep inside. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of teaching, reflecting about your word of God, who you are, who we are, what you desire, and what our condition currently might be. We thank you that through King David, you give us hope. You give us a look into the realm of the spirit. We thank you that you are always speaking to us, showing us your glory in nature, through nature, showing us your brightness in the sun. We all see that through nature, through light. Thank you, Father, for your words of spirit, truth, light, deliverance and healing, rebirth, and of your glory. Help us to find you, believe in you, Accept you in our forever person, the real us, the eternal being that will go on after death. Thank you for helping us. In the name of Christ Jesus, okay? We'll see you again on the next word of encouragement.
for your spirit, the forever person. Bye. I'll talk to you next week. See you then. Bye-bye.